Welcome to Checkmates Go, Season 2, Episode 9. We recently did an Ask Me Anything session with Checkpoint's founder and CEO, Gil Schwett. Our chief evangelist, Moti Sagi, is asking the questions, and they came from the community. The full session is available on Checkmates, but we will be releasing answers to the questions as podcast episodes over the next few weeks. The first set of questions is around COVID-19 and how it's changed the cyber threat landscape and how it's changed Checkpoint's plans. Moti starts off with the first question. How has the COVID-19 or coronavirus changed the cyber threat landscape? So I think we've seen some pretty interesting uh, changes in landscape. By the way, overall number of attacks is lower a little bit, about 17% lower. But on the same time, we see uh, six times more, uh, like 14,000 different attacks every day that are corona-related. We've seen a huge increase in phishing attack that relates to Corona, that relates to Zoom, like people that are misled to go uh, to a Corona information website or to Zoom uh, websites. Um, There's now starting to be a lot of real financial fraud when people are misled to give their information or bank account for websites that uh, are supposed to give government support and uh, and uh, different stimulus plans. And we've seen already some big crimes that are a result of that when uh, some businesses' money was stolen. And um, maybe before the last one is, I think the part that we're all opening our borderless networks with working from home creates a huge holes in the infrastructure that we used to build. We used to guard our enterprises very well to enable very selective access to certain information and suddenly much more is open and I'm sure that we that the hackers will take advantage of it and some of us also made some mistakes in that and we create a big holes in that so that's a, a challenge we did run a survey by security professionals and over 90 percent of security professionals feel that they have more security challenges these days so clearly there is a challenges these days. By the way, one more thing we just published today is for example, our schools system is now using the internet remote learning. We found out that that infrastructure is a really, really challenging and problematic and it's a not that difficult to get inside and you know, steal all the information about all the students, change grades, do basically whatever with the specific, I mean, we, we've checked a few platforms, but the platforms that we've checked. And uh, a month ago, we had another research like that with different uh, online uh, learning systems. So that's another type of attacks that we didn't see much before. Interesting. Thank you, Gil. A question that comes uh, from uh, UK, uh, anonymous one. Are there specific lessons Checkpoint learned enabling remote access for almost the entire workforce that others could apply? So first we learned that it's possible. I mean, I think it's, uh, for example, our entire, I mean, our field organization, uh, sales engineers and so on are working constantly remote. And for them, it was, I mean, technically it was an easy change. For our developers, uh, technical support organization, technical services, Q&A organization, and many others, uh, we built an entire development and support infrastructure that's built on on-premise access to lab, access to development environment, and we build it purposely so that we can't access it from the outside. And we made the huge transition. We moved to from 
no development work that can be done outside the company to 100% work that now is being done outside the company. Uh, same thing in technical services. People were used to access, I mean, again, be in the labs. Now the entire support organization is working from different parts of the world, but remotely. And first we've, we've learned that it's possible. We've learned, by the way, in some organization uh, like technical services that we see that people are doing extremely good work from home and are even more productive and handling more load. We've learned a lot of tricks of how to enable that. And by the way, we've also learned about different methods of remote access, not just our VPN and endpoint that allow uh, lab access and other things like that. We learned how to do that securely. So if you want to enable different systems like uh, Citrix or um, um, it's the name of the... Um, uh, or a few other open Wakamali. source systems, Wakamoli, that enable remote access, we can provide you a lot of tips of how to do it securely because just doing it on a plain level may be very, very risky. Uh, the last lesson that we learned, by the way, we tested what people less satisfaction level with different VPN uh, and, and VPN uh, or not VPN, remote access systems. And I'm very glad to say that our VPN endpoint uh, security system uh, got the highest scores. So, I mean, we are very proud that our users, uh, not just our users, users that actually use different systems in parallel, liked our VPN endpoint as end user, giving them the best customer experience. We are also sure that they get very, very good security with our VPN endpoint. So that's some of the lessons that we learned. And again, if you need uh, to uh, connect a lot of users, we've gained a lot of experience. We've enabled some uh, companies to move from 8,000 remote access users to 80,000, another one to 130,000. So mm -hmm. we have a lot of uh, experience in uh, in, in our enable remote access VPNs. And last and not least is the importance of uh, mobile security. I mean, for example, we've seen uh, even in the early days of the corona, a um, malicious application that pretend to be the World Health Organization uh, uh, app and so on that were malicious. And now that we are with like 90, 100% of the people use their mobile to access the enterprise, and 97% um, of them or 99% of them don't use secure mobile with security software. It's time to rethink that and install a security software that will protect the mobile. That's, I believe it is very, very important. Okay, great. Um, Hendrik from Germany asks, have the unprecedented circumstances around coronavirus changed Checkpoint's product roadmap, delivery times, and supply chain? So the short answer is no. I mean, we are working according to original product roadmap. We launched at the beginning of this map, the, the, the beginning of this month, the Quantum family of products. That was very challenging work anyways. It's a great product. And we worked very hard to get it out and we managed to get it out on time, despite, by the way, challenges that we had in the supply chain. Uh, items that were uh, manufactured in China and in the beginning factories were closed. Warehouses in uh, California that were shut down and we had to reshift inventories to different places. But we managed to do all of that without affecting our uh, delivery times, without affecting the delivery of the entire quantum product. Again, doing the QA remotely 
and so on. And our product organization keeps working according to the original uh, timelines, like monthly endpoint releases, uh, frequent uh, jumbo fixes, and so on. So I feel that we're working okay, and uh, we are managing to uh, overcome the challenges uh, that are that, that we see every day with very high commitment of our people to try harder. So you mentioned the, the quantum launch, which is quite interesting because we have a question here on LinkedIn, uh, from, from our LinkedIn live stream from Diraj. Um, how is the new quantum appliance differ from the competition? So I think they are much better, of course, they are ours, but uh, beyond that, uh, they are the only ones that come standard out of the box with the highest level of security, with sandblast included in every appliance the chips um, and not just uh, detect zero-day attacks, but prevent them. So we are the only ones that do that, and now it's done a standard out of the box, included, no need to you know, sign up for the more advanced subscriptions. Uh, the hardware is very modular with very high core density supporting all the different networking options. Um, it's the only product that supports hyperscalability Uh, and basically, we can start with one appliance and go all the way to one and a half terabit by chaining them with Maestro. Um, and again, this provides both uh, scalability of the performance as well as re- resiliency and high availability. Um, and by the way, we are, it's greener, by the way, uh, sometimes more than 50% less power consumption, which is also a good quality. And I think we also chose to get to take the lowest percentages of subscription renewal in the industry. So the overall TCO is extremely competitive and uh, you feel that you're getting, I think, a very good uh, and a very good value for, for what you're getting. Thank you for listening to this episode of Checkmates Go. You can subscribe in your favorite podcast app. You can also send us feedback via email at checkmates at checkpoint.com. Thanks for listening.